Hey there, guys, and welcome to episode number two of Headbang Fridays. And yeah, I know, I know that the last episode I also said that it was number two when it was actually number one because I'm so fucking stupid that I forgot that I recorded an intro, which is actually the episode 000. So yeah, stupid fucking me. And as I speak, I'm enjoying a cold Heineken. I know it's nothing fancy, but it gets the job done. So let's jump to what's been happening in the metal scene these days. Swedish death metal veterans, this member and one of my favorite death metal bands in the whole wide fucking world, just created a website, dismember.se, in which you can see the cover art from the pieces EP. There's no official statement yet from any of the guys from Dismember saying that they are going to reunite, but it's actually really weird in a good fucking way that they released a new website with the pieces EP cover art on it. I really want to read more about them reuniting. Man, they really need to get together and show the world what death metal is really about. Come on, guys, make it happen. Make it fucking happen. This member might actually reunite. That's all you fucking need to know. On today's random band section, we have Oath, a Finnish death trash metal band from, guess what, Finland. Sometimes I'm really like super excited about doing this and like finding like the new holy fucking grail of metal or a new band that is going to blow my mind. But sometimes I just get like random not so good bands. I think this is one of them, and there's nothing like really special about this band. It reminds me something like Motorhead meets Death Metal. It's not like complete crap, um, it's actually kind of fun. I mean, if you are into underground bands who only release demos or shit like that, like bands that no one knows, this is definitely for you. But it isn't actually like something that is going to blow your mind. So here you go, Oath. They have only one demo that is called Woodlands, and you are listening to the song named Schizophrenic. I'm going to leave a link down below so you can go on YouTube and listen to some of their songs. On this episode, I wanted to talk about something that it's always in my mind, which is the genres and countries. I really find very interesting the fact that each country has their own unique style of music. And for example, just to name a few, um, the Norwegian black metal scene, the Swedish death metal scene, the Florida American death metal, the Canadian technical metal, 
And it's actually pretty cool because you can tell the country of origin of any band, well, not any band, but few bands, only by listening to their music. For example, if you are like familiar to the Swedish death metal scene, if you listen to that death metal guitar tone coming from a Boss HM2, definitely you have a hint that that band is from Sweden. And more amazing is the fact I mean, at, at least I think it has some magic to it. If you listen to a, an American band trying to sound something like a Swedish death metal, you are going to know that they are not from that place or they are not from that country. And it's actually not about being a know-it-all asshole. There's something in the sound of that you are just going to know that they are from this scene or this country specifically. And I think that all of that is rooted in the social and political environment in which each country is surrounded by. And obviously in the culture and in the ways of life. And obviously I know that there's also the fact about each genre being something like a fashion. For example, a band starts doing something new and then the next day two more bands are like copying that style and then 10 bands, and then 100 bands, and all of a sudden it becomes a new genre. But I still believe that each musician and artist of any forms is heavily influenced by all of its surrounding. So that's why I think that each country has their own unique style, which is something great. And I obviously know that some cases are only the result of people trying to make a, a statement. And I think one of these cases is black metal. I mean, the early ages of black metal. I think that sometimes people see this thing as this huge, dark, satanic shit surrounded by mystery and all of that. While actually I think it was, it is something much more immature than that. If you look this thing from a clear perspective, all of these bands were around their 18 and 19th, almost like teenagers. They were only trying to go against the system in the most aggressive way. And that was going against the church and going against religion and all of that. And don't get me wrong, I love black metal. I really do. But sometimes I find really funny and sad about people being all of this, oh, true Norwegian black metal, when they are in their 40s or their 30s or some shit like that. Because this genre was created by 18, 17, and 16-year-old teenagers. And I think that black metal is so famous or infamous because of everything that happened. Everything that happened in Norway and how Park Vikernes killed Euronymous and all of that. But I think that all of that fuss, if you see it from a, like, as I said, from a clear point of view, it is something coming from a teenager's mind, which is hate, destroyed, and all of that. And I think that black metal was the ultimate, the, the ultimate way for someone to say, fuck you to the system, fuck you to the church, fuck you to the normal ways of life. So going back on the main subject, I think that genres are heavily influenced by the place where they come from. For example, if you listen to bands from Latin America, 
you are definitely going to get a lot of aggression, a lot of speech against political movements about how the society is all fucked up. And then if you go to America, you're going to listen to something like more crushing that metal. And then if you go to Europe, you are going to start listening to some more deep and dark sounding death metal. And as I said, each country and each continent has their own magic, which I think is something amazing. So guys, please let me know if you think the same or if you think that this is complete bullshit and that the genre of a band has absolutely nothing to do with the place the band comes from. On this week gear talk, I'm going to be talking about something that I find really amazing, which is Satchel's new distortion pedal, Pussy Melter. I really just can't get enough of how hilarious the name is, how hilarious the name of the controls are. I mean, like, dirty for is for the gain, booty is for the low end, load is the volume, Zizzle is for the high end, and so on. Jesus fucking Christ, these guys are like genius. You can switch from moist, which is like a classic rock sound, and then you can go for gushing, which is more of a modern metal kind of distortion. And I was listening to a review they did, and it sounds pretty cool. It's like some sort of distortion pedal. It has control, a lot of controls. I mean, like, you can get a lot from a little pedal, and I really like it. And it's actually a limited edition pedal. You can get it from their website. It costs $200. I'm going to leave a link down below in the description so you can go and check the pedal out. And I'm also going to leave a link for a YouTube video so you can listen to how it sounds. But actually the thing that I loved the most about this pedal was all of the drama and attention it got from everyone around internet. I mean all of those feminist groups around internet ranting about a distortion pedal. Yep, a fucking distortion pedal. And actually they really nailed it because now they don't even have to pay for exposure or publicity. I think these guys are really genius. They do a pretty fucking good job on how they market their name, their band name. And it actually reminds me a little bit of Ghost, who is another band that in no time became like really, really, really famous by going into like this metal market strategies or some shit like that, which is something really amazing to do these days due to the fact that I think that metal is losing some of its force or some of its power. So let me know what you think about this pedal, if you find it cool, if you think it sounds well, and also what you think about metal being mainstreamed and metal being like some sort of a new pop culture. So thank you so much guys for listening, this was episode number two, the real number two, I know that last episode I also said it was number two, but I'm so fucking stupid that I forgot that. The first episode was 000 and it was the intro. I would love to know what you guys think about today's episode. Please comment down below, follow me on YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, at night when I come from work. Thank you so much for listening. Break your neck!